Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Soccer Talkers. We're going to be here to break down game week 22, I think. Yep. It was a weird one, Kev. A lot of good games that you wouldn't expect. Um, I got to watch almost all of them, too, this week, which was pretty nice. I don't often get to do that. I missed some of them because I had to work. I watched the bat work. I'm a <laughs> devoted fan. But, uh, I mean, and on the way home from work, too, because some of the games end at, like, 5 o'clock and you're in the middle of the highway. But that's besides the point. Uh, do you want to jump right to the first one? Uh, for Nottingham Arsenal? That would be the one. I had this one being 3-1. I had the exact same scoreline. Game ended 2-1 for Arsenal. So, um, kind of close. It was a terrible game. I hate watching Arsenal play. That's what I figured out after watching It depends game. on the game, though. It was such a bad game. Some of their games are okay. Like, against Crystal Palace, they look great. Sure. And then other games like this where they just squeak it out, they don't look as promising. They couldn't break down the defense, it looked like, the entire time. It was just, like, failed attack after failed attack. Finally, Gabriel Jesus, um, Greg said deadlock. He had a good game. It was a good pass he- from Zinchenko. Yeah, he did have a good game. He was the outlier. Um, he ended up with the goal and assist. Saka, of course, scores in the 72nd minute to make it 2-0. Um, and then Anawoni, he uh, debut game back from injury. Subbed in. Subbed in in the 46th minute and, and immediately ended up making an impact. He uh, pretty much picked up right where he left off. Aerial battles. <laughs> Imagine they play both Anawoni and Wood. Wood. They, they don't. I don't think they complement each other. But oh, they'd be terrible. I mean, two target men. You'd have a Lango on the wing, I guess, with who Hudson Adoya on the other yeah, side. They play in four up front. Yeah, and then you play Gibbs White <laughs> through the middle with uh, That's like Mangala most, or something. They can't do that. That'd be hilarious. Woods going back to the bench. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, starting as soon as next week, we probably won't be seeing it much Chris Wood anymore. The um, substitute appearances. Yeah, he'll probably, probably. be the. the what do you call it? A super sub, if that even. I mean, he's a super sub. He's good at that. Yeah, I mean, That's I think him and Anamoni are kind of the same guy. I think Anamoni's just a bit faster and has a little bit better. Like, I think it's. I feel like they're very similar though. What is Anamoni got to be younger, eh? Yeah, he, I think Chris Wood's in his thirties. Yeah, I mean Anamoni for once it wasn't a header, right? He actually took a shot. Is that what I'm looking at here? I think so. Holy moly! Look at that. Um. Montiel ends up getting the assist for that one, though. And uh, all in all, I think good result for Arsenal. I mean, big three points. Keep yourself within uh, the top three. Yeah, they're going to be tested a lot more next game week. Oh, no doubt about it. But, I mean, I just think that um, of the top three, they're the weakest. Uh, yeah, I don't, right now. Well, I think we had a lot of different expectations coming in. I had them winning. I think I did as well. Um, but... To be honest with you, they they don't look that great. Uh, something's up. I think Arteta is kind of a problem. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. No pun. He's got to. He got to stop complaining. Like He's got to stop complaining. He has been like, you just see like Shearer and everyone coming out now, saying how much they hate Arteta, and how he kind of feels like everything is trying to revolve around him a little bit and I think that's taken away from how good Arsenal's been over the last few years um, I think what they need to do is just get back to the just get back to football focus on the game take the 
take all the other stuff and take your throw it away. Out of the game. Like he he's emotional at times that make no sense. Like well, you don't bring that into the locker room. Don't bring it into the press conference. If you're upset, you're upset. Do it behind closed doors. To they can constantly sit there and be whining and complaining. You look like a like a jackass, to be honest. Yeah. So, that's my take on that. And I, I, I thought Arsenal had, I mean, a good result. I think it was a terrible game. I could not have watched a worse game, in my opinion. Um, anything else for you on that one? No, we can move on to the big surprise of the week. Yeah, I had uh, next game we had a Luton Brighton. I had two one for Brighton. I had two nothing. Game ends up ending four nothing for Luton. Luton had a game, <laughs> um, and of all people, Brighton the one to do it to. It, it was just an Adebayo, like Adebayo, just that first goal might have been the worst attempt of a clearance by uh, by Brighton. I think they were just caught flat-footed, and then the second goal was terrible. Yeah, they were they and weren't Ogbeni defending just, well. They just gave the ball to Ogbeni for a free goal. I don't, I don't know if they know how to defend against a player like Adebayo. It was so weird. Like maybe Dunk is the only one. I did like that they played Adebayo behind uh, Carlton Morris. How weird was that? Yeah, because Morris plays like he can be like that person you can play off of. So Morris was striker. Adebayo played below him with Clark, and Ogbeni was playing right back, like a right wing, right back kind of thing. I thought it was great. Um, I mean, it worked well. Talk about a clinical game for them. They played great. I think all facets of the game were well. Um, obviously, Adebayo scoring a hat trick <laughs> that helps you out a little bit. Yes, crazy. Um, they're getting, they're continuing their push out of the bottom three. I think that they're gonna get out. I hope they do. That would be great. I'm starting to think that it might be a Nottingham Forest relegation in the works. I know right now Everton is, um, and to also just put in perspective. Luton's out of relegation right now with a game in hand on Everton, Burnley, and Sheffield. That's good. You know I, I, mean? I don't want to see. I'd rather see any of those other teams Everton go down. Yet. I don't want to see Everton. You want to see? I would love to see Everton go down. Yeah, but they just—they don't deserve it. They have—they should have twenty-eight points. They should be above uh, Bournemouth. They should be in twelfth, in my opinion. They should. Because I mean, like, if you're not going to take points from City, you, you can't take points from Everton. I mean, we've already had this debate. I just think it's ridiculous. But on the other end. Luton side, I mean, full credit to them. They played phenomenal. Put a, put Adebayo on your team. Oh, yeah. If he's, he's a beast. Not, if he's not on a team by now, I mean, if someone had him last week, talked about the perfect time to pick him up and use him for your advantage because he was a phenomenal player and he's only going to continue to get better, I think, as uh, time goes on. If he gets to stay in the Prem, I think even if they go down, I think he doesn't. Yeah, another. If they go down, another uh, lower table team could definitely pick him up. Because like he's twenty six, six foot four. I mean, he's a big striker. People looking at strikers all the time. Uh, I think someone like Solanke is probably gonna be um, highly touted in the uh, summer window. Yeah, Solanke, Tony. So I think that maybe a team like Bournemouth, a team like uh, Brentford, could look at someone like Adebayo as like a pure goal scorer um, for their team if if push comes to shove. I truthfully believe Luton might stay up. They've been playing so freaking well. Um, I don't know what they've changed from now and the beginning of the season. It's just they've seemed to figure out what like what they needed and 
Adebayo starting with Carlton Morris, I think, but not having them play like a flat two. Yeah, they can play off each other. Yeah, like Morris is a good striker and he's able to pick passes as well as, you know, be disruptive. Yeah, he's a good uh, striker you can play off of. Um, On the Brighton side, I mean... Bad. It it was weird because, like, Milner gets subbed off in the sixth minute. I think think he was was injured. Sixth minute or something like that. He was subbed off. No, 20th minute. He got injured. Yeah, so he got injured. I mean, um, now you know why they went to went to hell there. They they already were scored on twice by then. No. So I mean, I don't think that mattered. But I don't like Bonanate. I don't think that he's. um, I think he's too young, and I just don't think he's experienced enough. I think I'd rather Pascal Gross uh, playing where Bonanate was next to Poro. Or, sorry, Pedro, like, uh, what's his name? Oh, my goodness, the young kid. The striker? Yeah, Pedro. What's his last name? Jao Pedro? Jao Pedro, yeah. I think that, well, they they started Wilbick striker, but I think that if you start uh, Pascal Gross next to uh, Pedro up there and then maybe have someone that's a little more, like, fluidity in the middle of the park, like Lalana. Instead of having, Bonanate. I think Lomana's. I don't. I don't think he likes playing every game at, at this know, point. But still, having someone like that would have been, I think, much better. Considering how poor they looked, there's nothing to take from the Brighton side. I think Dzerbi has a foot out the door. I think that I he's do. Gonna... I also don't think they backed him like he would have liked them to, because he asked for some midfielders in the transfer window and they didn't deliver. Well, not just that. They're just so injured. That too. But I mean, like you have someone like Evan Ferguson. It'd be cool to see him play they should have sold him if they're not gonna play him i mean why are we starting welbeck still i get it they could i get sold. why people like him but like they could have sold ferguson and made almost 100 mil what is he like 34 who welbeck 31 30 like uh, he might be low 30s he's got to be pretty close to me i mean i could just look right now i'm just looking right at it but i think that it's just if you have someone He's 33. I mean, like, if you're going to have a $100 million price tag on Evan Ferguson... And not play and him? And not play him. That's that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? He should like, be playing. Joe Pedro thing. works better for their team. Oh, I agree. And they could just use that $100 million to strengthen their midfield. Or just use them together. That, too. Like, you know if I mean? they're not... Joe Pedro doesn't need to be a lone striker. He could yeah. play off someone. He could be a winger. He's they've, that versatile. They've been playing Anzu Fati a little bit. I don't know if he's played much recently, but... Well, Fatty's still injured. Yeah, they got uh, Adingra. I do like him. I do like Adingra as well. He's gone right now, though, to... Uh, AFCON? Yeah, they just... I think his team moved on, but I can't remember what team he was on. Cote d'Ivoire. Oh, okay. They beat um, Senegal, so they're moving on, obviously. And then Nigeria again won uh, today. Yeah. So, I mean... They're in the semis. Osman's still gone, and I mean, I don't know a whole bunch. I guess Olaena for Nottingham Forest is still missing, but um, to me, it's just something. Something's not right when you look at that Brighton team from top to bottom. And I think it kind of starts at the managerial position with Deserby. Like you said, maybe he's uninterested because they didn't want to give him what he felt was something that they needed to move forward and make themselves better through the window. Um, Honestly, we'll never know, I think. So, let's jump to the next one. Fulham Everton, Kev, what'd you got? I had, I had a 2-1 for this one for Everton. I had one nothing. This game... 0-0. Zero, zero. I, I watched a bit of it. It was boring, too. Um, Fulham 
probably should have won the game. It sent, like They seemed to be all over them. Calvert-Lewin missed every shot he took. He had five shots and all of them were He's wavered. kind of fallen off since he got injured so many times in a row. He's been. Just, he hasn't Fulham, come back to his full self. Fulham's manager is very good. I really rate Silva. I think that he's a good manager. He's doing pretty good with that team. I think they just they're missing a couple key pieces, and I think that they could be. They just got a striker. Who they grab? Broya. Oh yeah, I did see that, but it's loan. It's, it's a, a loan, it's but a, they could still use him too. It's just for the rest of the season. Yeah, but they need Bro's it because him is injured. I don't think it matters. He's terrible. I think he'll start right away. I don't. I'd rather they have don't, Jimenez. They don't really have... He's injured, and they don't oh, really, really have anyone else. I think Broja... If, they maybe sold, Broja, maybe changes They sold Vinicius, or Vinicius, yeah. whoever oh, yeah. that Carlos guy Vinicius? was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Broja could be good. I mean, I, I, I hate him as, as a player. I think that he doesn't realize how big he is, and he can't hold up the ball. He doesn't play like a big striker. He plays like a false nine. He plays weird. Yeah, I think he could... Be good in a Fulham team, though, but we'll see. And, I mean, I think with a good manager like Silva, it could maybe help him, and they're only going to whip the ball into him. I mean, he's going to have tons of service. Yeah. Between he's got Willie and Pereira and... Uh, Harry Wilson yeah, or like someone. Bobby Decadori, Reed or whatever. Like, I think a lot of them will just be fun, like whipping balls in. So, truthfully, I'd, you could be right, and Broja could look much better. I mean, for us, I'd, I feel like the way that Pochettino plays... But I think... Uh, he doesn't get the ball enough. I think with this game, Everton's a little disappointed. Oh, yeah. They needed a result. Definitely needed a result. Um, just poor. They, they, yeah. They've been poor lately. They had a good string of form there, and then they just kind of fell off a they little bit. Battered. Who they, they got battered by a team, and they haven't recovered since. We did, but I don't know if that was us. That it might have been the Liverpool game. We beat them 3-0. Yeah, it might have been that game. Because they haven't been good since. They've had their games where they looked threatening, but they There's just haven't. There's still a ton of, uh, whatchamacallit. There's still like a ton of uh, speculation on like a lot of their players between uh, Onana and uh, Gardner. Uh, Onana's leaving next transfer window for In sure. Center for sure. I just don't know where. I've seen a lot of them linked to United. Um, Arsenal, Arsenal have linked him. I think he'll just be a depth piece, though. He might start for Arsenal. I don't think so. He would start over Havertz. Yeah, Havertz hasn't been starting. Yeah, they started Smith Rowe. Yeah. I think he should start two more, too, as well. They should give him a chance. Of, I think like they a string of games. Give Havertz a chance, but I mean, Smith Rowe is also very young. They have a very young midfield. They do. Declan Rice is young. Odegaard's, what, mid 20s. Um, Havertz is still pretty young. Fabio Vieira is pretty young. Smith Rowe is very young. Like, they have a young midfield. Yeah. And then once is Lacong going to full transfer now to Luton or is he just on transfer or just loan? Like I'm there's not another sure. one. Sammy Lacong is also very young. They keep loaning him out. He's been loaned out multiple times. Yeah. So I mean like he could be someone that comes back in and um helps out the team for sure moving forward. Like I I could 100% see that. Um but I mean, we're not going to dwell too much on this game. It was 0-0. Uh, next game was the best game of the weekend, in my opinion. Crystal Palace, Sheffield. I watched the entire game. It was unbelievable. I had the 1-1 for this one. I had it being a stalemate. I had one nothing for Crystal Palace. Uh, Brighton Diaz, first minute. Another like, goal. Perfect goal. Like, perfect like perfect placement. Um, and then, 
obviously Eze comes back from a it was a really nice ball from Elise for Eze to just kind of like get the bottom of his foot on it and then James McAtee scored an absolute like banger has didn't he already score a banger this year probably yeah he had one of the goal of the year uh, our goal of the month um, outside the box yeah curler yeah yeah he loves those he just he scored another absolute fucking beauty and then seven minutes later Elise Eze scores another banger I think it was a free kick yeah no uh, was it a free kick no, because it was assisted by Elise. I think Elise touched it. Maybe. Off the free kick. Too yeah. Long, he just scored an absolute banger. And then Elise ends up scoring the game winner. Which was also nice. Yeah. Like, the game was great. There was just good goals throughout the entire game. Um, Crystal Palace finally scoring goals. It was nice to watch. I mean, I, I, I'm a little biased because I, I, I feel like I am a little bit of a Crystal Palace fan. Um, I've always been one since even Scott Dan. So... But I mean, watching Mateta play, I was telling like I was telling you what I think this was on Wednesday, this game. Yeah. And I was telling you on Wednesday, I think Mateta might be the best hold-up striker in Europe. He's just big. He's the best at like I've never seen anyone hold the ball up like him. Might he's be the strongest play. player in the. He's prep. hard to push off the ball. He's just so big and it, lanky. It was ridiculous to watch how good he played. Um, on the other side, Fodderingham gets injured. Which um, sucks. So that could be a big loss for Sheffield. Um, but And that could have also played into the reason why Elise ended up scoring that late goal. I mean, you have a backup goalie in. But truthfully, I thought it was a really good game. And between Elise and Eze, they're sitting on, I think, 250 million pounds in that, in that midfield. It's going to be hard to hold on to both of them. Yeah, well, Elise, I don't, I don't know what they do with Elise think that he's going to be sold but it's going to be triple digits james was trying to tell me that there's no way and he's worlds better than most players like he, he is a very good player and he will and be he's going to and he's english no he's nice french but i mean as a is english so you get the english tax on players like that yeah, I could see. I, I don't know. I could see Eze going for close to a hundred, but not. I don't. I think Elise quite. will be more than him. Elise is better than Eze. No, I think Elise will go for like ninety or eighty. Oh, I could see him going for a hundred. Then Eze maybe. I could maybe see Eze 70. like seventy-five. Like I could these, see these it. two players. They bought him for thirty something. Who? Eze. I don't remember. They bought Elise for eight mil. Yeah, that's How good business. How crazy is that? Just. And he's already wanted by so many clubs. Oh, and pl- teams are gonna pay for it. I think he used to play for City. Elise? No, I came from the French came. League. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I don't know. James McAtee played from... Uh, he came from City. Yeah, that name rings a bell. He's from the youth system. But, um, yeah, I think that Chris Palace might not be great. I mean, they might be a mid-table team for a long time, but I think that they're going to get some really good business if they decide to sell. They do have a lot of young people and a lot of value. Oh, tons of value. Even Mitchell. Yeah, he's worth probably like 30, 40 mil. Oh, 100%. So, in like, even Mitchell's still young, so, and Gahey, too, like. He'll go for close to tons. 50. They have tons of talent. Uh, do you want to jump to the next game? Yeah, Aston Villa-Newcastle. Yep. Where I definitely got this one quite wrong. I had this game being 3-1 Aston Villa. I had 2-1 Newcastle. I, I just felt like Newcastle was going to win this game. I don't know why. And I think I said on on the Tuesday episode I didn't know why I wanted to pick them either. But 
I just felt like they were due. Um, you ended up getting the reverse fixture. Yeah, the right so. scoreline, wrong team. Fabian Schar, I mean, two goals. Yeah, he had a wonder game. That uh, ain't happening again. I think the first one was from a corner from Trip. Weren't they both? They might have both been. I know or the, the other one, one might have been a cross. I don't know. I, it was just probably a gritty goal. And then Alex Moreno, one of your team of the weeks, ended up getting yep. an old We don't goal. need to talk about that. And then uh, Leon Bailey to Ollie Watkins. I mean, Bailey comes in, and we've seen it time and time again. He's an instant impact off the bench. I know we like Diaby. I know especially you do. I think Leon Bailey, when he's in the game, he adds something different than When Diaby. he subs in the game, but he has started some games and he's quiet. It's weird. Well, when Diaby was like out, he was unbelievable. He had like a little stretch of games. I think it was three or four weeks there where he, Diaby was out, and he was putting up a goal or assist every game. Well, he was also doing that when Diaby was in. I know. I, I, think, I think Bailey needs to start. I, I truthfully do. I mean, he should, but... They, they. I think when he starts, he doesn't play the same. I don't like having Telemann start. I just, to me, it does. It doesn't make sense. You have, they have four holding midfielders in that game, starting. Why? Don't know. They, they didn't play Jacob Ramsey. They, he came off the bench with Zaniolo and Diaby, or not Diaby, uh, Bailey. Bailey. But I mean, like Telemann's, uh, Douglas Luiz, Kamara, and McGinn. All four of them are the exact same player. They should just play and a 4-3-3. Like, what are we doing? Why are you starting all four of them? They're the same guy. They have a good team for a 4-3-3 because they could just play Louise, McGinn, and Jacob Ramsey in the middle. Yeah. And or then, and then yeah. Ba- yeah, that too. Bailey, Watkins, and Diaby up front. I agree. As the three. I definitely agree. And then even but if I you don't could think... use Zaniolo across the whole front line. Because he can play winger or striker. Yeah. And Telemans can come in and take over any of those three mid, just like Jacob Ramsey. You know, like... And I am, I don't think just... I think he doesn't like the 4-3-3 formation. I, I don't like the 4-4-2 flat. And I don't like having four holding midfielders play right and left mid. I'm sorry. And John McGinn, isn't he left-footed? I'm not sure what his foot is. I think John McGinn might be left-footed. He's playing on the right side. It just... It was the weirdest formation I've ever seen. And then to come out and only make three subs and make them all at the same time. You know, like... They they fell out of top four, too, and they're probably going to drop possibly a little more. They're, Tottenham's going to get fourth. They're going to. Prob- probably. There's, um... I would say there's about a 18% chance Villa stays top four. Yeah, I don't think they're... I think it's lower than that at this point. I also think... If United can string some wins together here, they'll pass Aston Villa as well. Yeah, United kind of snuck up the table a little bit. They, they At the beginning, they have 11 wins. I, I mean, it doesn't feel like they should have 11 wins. They're squeaking out like wins they shouldn't They deserve. probably should have six. Yeah. They have, t- like, we could talk about the game later. I know it's the last one, and it's just, like, it's a perfect epitome of what their season is. Yeah. Um, on the Newcastle side, they I mean, Shar was great. Um, I think Trippier actually had a really good game, too. He needed it for his confidence. I think the problem is... Well, I mean, Tripp's gone. Anyways. Next season? Come summer. Yeah, he's gone. Maybe. Well, they already proved his thing to Bayern. He already signed the contract. 
So, he'll be gone. But, I mean, Isaac, look, he was out of the game. Isaac was not even, he wasn't even a part of it. Yeah, he's he's hit and miss game to game. I think Wilson was more consistent. He definitely was. I mean, I liked Gordon. Gordon at least showed that he was willing to put the ball on the net. Like, Yeah, Gordon's starting still, though. Yeah, I believe uh, he did. Gordon started. He played almost the whole game, but Isaac ended up subbing out in the forty-third minute. Maybe he was injured. I don't know. He, I feel like he's one of the most injury-prone players that we've seen in a little while, uh, as a striker at least. Yeah, you don't want to get into injury-prone. Yeah. Uh, next game, City Burnley. I had four nothing. So did I. Game ended three-one. We had four goals, right? Yes, we forgot that we're talking about City and they love to concede at least one goal yeah um Julian Alvarez is someone that needs to be talked about that that ball on the first goal from Kevin De Bruyne was disgusting though you mean the second goal was it the second goal yeah because the, the first free goal kick was Nunez pass? yeah the first the first oh, goal okay was then Nunez, yeah like, it was the second clip up and he just got a free header it was the second one yeah I mean De Bruyne we're talking De Bruyne, it's De Bruyne, right? It's like talking about Mo Salah, practically the same at upper echelon. But um, even without Holland, I this is going to sound bad because I really rate Holland. But Julian Alvarez is something that they were lacking before they had Holland. You know what I mean? Someone that had a nose for the goal, and then obviously you get Holland, and he's unbelievable. Yeah. But I think Alvarez is a perfect example. That you could put someone who's half decent at finding the back of the net on that team, and they will be shown as world class. Yeah, I think Alvarez is more of like an all-rounded one. He's kind of like an Ollie Watkins type of striker. I think more like Danny Ings to me. Danny Ings. Danny Ings. Ings I think he's bit. better at passing. Probably. And Howland is more so like a finisher. Sure, like he's way sure. better at finishing. And, and, I, and I agree with you that he is. But I'm just saying we're seeing it on right now this season. Where everyone was acting like Holland was the only reason City won the treble, he is oh, not. No. Hell no, De Bruyne. Because we're we're seeing this team, their entire team, being able to break down teams without Holland. Well, they got Bernardo Silva, De Bruyne. They have so many good players. Holland is the least of their worries. That that that's the honest not truth. You could replace anyone in that starting eleven. It would be Holland, and they will win games. Either that or a defender. I could replace some of their defenders sure. with I mean, their other I ones. Mean with their other ones because they have so much quality. But their midfielders are really good. And like if you forwards. lose a De Bruyne, that's a problem. De Bruyne and Rodri. Rodri, we've seen it. Bernardo Silva. Like you can re- almost replace anyone in that front three, whether it's Doku, Holland, Foden. Well, they also just have the depth to be able to replace them sure. too. And I, I agree with you. I just think that. The, the way we see City is blown out of proportion because Holland is not nearly as good as we make people as, as we make him out to be watching Julian Alvarez play yesterday or sorry whatever day it was a couple days ago I still I still rate Holland I just don't sure, rate him as I, high as some people do like I said at the beginning of the episode beginning of this I just said like don't don't take it out of context Holland is phenomenal but I think that we've seen how good Julian Alvarez is and they don't miss a beat with him in or Holland in. And I think even without both, they Alvarez did. is more versatile than Holland. He more well-rounded. He does. I he would will say. do more for the team than Holland will. He will. 
we'll see how that. All Holland can do is put the ball in the net. He could pass like his Very passing. Minimal. His passing's all right. It's just his dribbling's not the best. I don't think so. I think Julian Alvarez beats him in every category other than finishing. And physical. Okay, sure, but I mean like that. And I think Holland's faster. A big Norwegian dude, like a, he's gonna Holland be a is faster bigger. too. Sure, but I think technical technical ability, it's not even close. So. That's my that's my take on it. I mean, watching the game, we saw how Julian Alvarez looked like Ronaldo. Like it made no sense why he looked that good. He he is a good player. Yeah, but I I, I rate him. We're I, don't, I wouldn't say Ronaldo. Yeah, but we're watching him play with the best player, like the best of the best. Yeah, because De Bruyne's back. Everyone looks good around De Bruyne. That's what I'm. Th- th- thank you. That's my that's my point. De Bruyne is say, really like, good. We're trying to make it seem like Holland's. Oh, he's the new. It's like come on. But he's st- he's still performing without De Bruyne at the start of the season before yeah, he got he injured. He still had like he had fourteen goals. He had tons of players still. Oh yeah, he's got a lot of players. Don't get me wrong, that team's still great. So, I don't know. I think he performs in whatever team he's in. Yeah, I don't know. He and he has so far. Sure. Sure, I'll give you that. Um, I think I don't want to say his name really wrong. The Burnley goal scorer. He's a center back, I'm pretty sure. Do you want to give it a shot? Um, He's a left back. Al Dakil. Al Al Dakil. I'm just going to say Dakil. Sure. He he ends up scoring in the 94th minute. (laughs) It's just, it's hilarious when it comes to uh, fantasy. That was a clean sheet for so many people. uh, It's just, I'm never drafting a city defender again. Because they're just, they get scored on every week. I don't know if you feel the same way. But they do. Every week they're scored on. I feel like Ederson, it kind of stinks to have him. Well, he's partially the reason why they get scored on. Truthfully, I believe that. He doesn't make as many saves as someone like Allison or even Martinez would make. Even Ortega on their and own And Vicario, too. Yeah. Vicario is great. That's true. Um, next game, Brentford-Tottenham. This one started off quick. It did start off quick, and I liked it. And I then it, yeah, it turned the guy. turned around. Yeah, but I liked what he did. Uh, I had one one. Uh, what did I have for that? I had two one Tottenham. The game ends three two for Tottenham. Um, did you watch this game? I watched most of the game. I saw every goal. Did you see Mape's celebration? Yeah, it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. The darts? I hated it. And then Madison it. got mad at yeah, him. Of course he did. And then everyone else, when Tottenham scored, did darts. It's they just, did the throwing darts. It's like, so funny. Brendan Johnson did it. Brendan Johnson did it. Richarlison did not do it, though. Yeah, because he probably did the bird. He didn't do the bird either. He did... Um... At least he's changing up now. I actually don't know what he did, but he's like he slid on his knees Oh. into the corner. Tony scored a pretty nice goal, though. Tony, yeah, the interception. Yeah, he was just in the right place. Yeah, I mean, it's hilarious. Who who gave him the ball? Udoji. Yeah, but I mean, like clinical, and I mean, obviously he should have scored, and like, but I mean, like putting in the bottom corner like that didn't miss a beat. Yeah. So I figure like Tony being back, I think it's gonna help them immensely. Um, He scored every game so far. He's been back. That is very true. I mean, Brendan Johnson. I think should have started. I talked about it every. I think he's there's he's. I think he's their best winger. They're getting a lot of depth in the front, though. I mean, we're has been good for them. 
He's got an Truth assist played. a game, I think. Yeah, both games he's got an assist now. Um, and Doji has been obviously very good for them as well. Doji's good for them attacking. His defensive is lacking a little bit that, recently. I hate Ange's tactics when it comes. They're to, so aggressive, but it's fun to one, watch. Just win the game. Yeah, I know. It's fun. Like I said, it's it's immensely fun to watch. But as a winning team, I wouldn't be happy though if my no, team was going they're down. They're never gonna win the. They'll never win the title like that. You'll never win like that. I think they'll struggle to hold leads. We they almost threw away the lead to uh, to Brentford. They came back and then they should have kind of should have been slowed. Over. They've slowed the play a little bit like once they got three. You're up three one. What are we doing? You're up three one. There's six. You have thirty minutes left in the game. Slow it down. You've just taken the wind completely out of their sails. They scored three goals in a matter of less than ten minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you did what you had to do. You came out and you proved that you're dominant. Okay. Great job, Ange. You absolutely dominated the first 15 minutes after halftime. You did what you were supposed to do. Now, it's 3-1. Why are you pushing everyone up the field still? Yeah, they're like, so aggressive. It, it, it not only does it make them look poor defensively, it runs the risk of getting players match bans. Because that now or injuries. Yeah of, yeah, of course, injuries. But, I mean, now you're pulling players down because you're always caught out. Romero's good at that. I, I I know, but it's just it's frustrating to watch. Like if I was a Liverpool or if I was a Tottenham fan, I would I would I'd have it be a double edged sword because you're you're happy because you're finally watching your team be able to be very aggressive offensively, but at the same time, you just look anemic when at the back sometimes. Like being yeah, I, I understand the goal was a terrible goal and should have never happened by a doji passing the ball back. I get yeah. that. But all game long, why are you making your center backs do 50-meter sprints over and over again? And why are you holding a high line at half on free kicks just outside the half marker? Like, come on. Wake up. You're going to get all your players injured. It is an interesting type of uh, tactic, though. I do like watching it. It's of course. It's fun to watch, and I agree with you. It's so fun to watch. But to sustain that over 38 games. They might struggle a little bit near the end of the season to continue doing that. But yeah. Think of Leeds under Bielsa. Do you remember Bielsa for Leeds when he first came up? I think so, the, yeah. Con- the full pressure, uh, constant, constant press. It was so much fun to watch. But the next season, everyone figured it out, and they got absolutely du- like Matt, like It was embarrassing. Yeah, it won't take teams long to figure no, out how to dismantle it. All you it. have to do is do a couple passes in, back, and over the top, and they're they're caught out. And we've seen it by good teams. Tottenham plays a good team, and they lose. Because managers like Pep and Klopp, who have a fucking brain in their head, will just pull these defenders out, because Ange is not willing to let them sit back, and they're going to get constantly, constantly caught out and scored on. Vicario is a great goalkeeper, but he can only mitigate so much damage. Yeah, he is. I I do rate him this season. I think he's the second best goalie. Yeah, I mean, Ty I, I like could, say may, that too. could potentially be first by the end of the year. He's been very good. He is really good. I think he's only made one or two mistakes all season. Yeah, and so he's made and up for it that. It was like his first game that he made a mistake. He's made up for it though. I don't know. I like I said. I think Tottenham could be way higher. I think Tottenham should be ahead of Arsenal. They, but might, I think, they might end up passing I think Arsenal. They will not ever win, and 
as much as Ange is the focal point for winning, he will be the problem for losing. Because if you're if you're winning a game 3-1, just sit back and win the damn game. I, I just think it, it's ridiculous to continue trying to force the ball forward when there's absolutely no need for it. You have the quality in the middle of the park to hold the ball. Use the quality of the players. Instead, yeah. you're letting Madison's do sprints back and forth after just coming back from injury, and he ended up picking up a knock. So it's like, hopefully he's okay. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, Van de Ven comes comes off for a hamstring injury, comes back, and now you're making him run hundred meter sprints from half back and forth. Hold the fucking ball. Like, wake up. I'm, yeah. I, I like I like Ange. I think he's a good manager, but I think that his tactics when it comes to defending, they need to change, especially when you're up in the game. You had such an unbelievable beginning to the second half fucking hold the ball that's my only thing yeah we can move on to the, your favorite game of the week uh, if you'd like don't even want to talk about it Liverpool Chelsea I had a 2-2 draw because statistically draws are where these games come from game ended up being what was it 4-1 yeah great great day for you great day for me we should have been winning in the beginning of the game one nothing. penalty should have been given that was the only like would have changed the game completely because we would have scored first maybe or you would have missed uh, Cold Palmer doesn't miss, buddy. Yeah, give him time. Put um, him up against Allison. All in all, uh, Liverpool was a better team from the beginning to the end of the game. I think that the referee was kind of terrible. He missed a ton of shit. And, of course, you guys get a penalty. Fucking Darwin Nunes missed. He was a fucking... Uh, he, he might be one of the war- like best but worst strikers of all time. I like him. I actually really do like him. I I do. I do not rate him. I I rate him. He he should be a winger. I think most because he can't finish. He is. He does play wing for us like a, a good portion of the time, but because Jota runs through the middle. Jota had a good game. And Jota is, like, he is one of our best finishers. He is so good. I love Jota. Jota smacked the ball down for the first. He, goal. he I don't think he hit it with his it, hand. It, it, I I watched the re- I, I, I watched slowed it, it down because I was like, they're saying hit Batty's shield. So I was like, I slowed it down. Because it was, it, like, in his chest. It hit him, and he did this. On his sprint down, it, like, hit right here on his hand and fucking knocked it down. And they're like, oh, hit it bad. They var checked that one. I think yeah, they no, would have. Fucking, they got it wrong. I think they would have checked that one. Yeah, they got it wrong. Just like they got hit Gallagher's probably wrong. Like, yeah, the, the Gallagher one was. That was wild. I can agree with that one. That one was probably a pen. Like, uh, I don't know. Enzo Fernandez is terrible. Connor <laughs> Bradley was unbelievable. Um, love to have him. Luis Diaz for some reason always seems to have a good day against Chelsea. He started off weak though. He wasn't doing great at the start. He missed dribbling and stuff, but he kind of found set, himself he settled in, the in to the game. I think Nunez needs to take less shots. Like the guy had twelve shots or something, eleven shots. Oh, I I love when he takes. He shots. He misses every. He's so threatening. Shot. He's terrible. He's I, so I'm sorry. Threatening. He's not that good. The amount he creates. He's the second the... lowest conversion rate in the Prem. That's fair. He is the most shots in the Prem. I, I'm I'm just saying he had a great game. He creates a lot for us. I'm sure you guys create. I just think he's not the best striker, we, and he's still young. What is this? His second or third year? It's his third year. It's right? his second year with us. So I mean, like, still lots of time to figure oh, your shit out. He's having a good season. Yeah, and what's he got? Like eight, six, and six or something. He's got ten goals, eleven assists, in all competitions. All comps, yeah. Because I know he's got less. Than, great. He's got what six in the Prem right now? Seven. Seven. He's seven and seven or seven and six. I know he's got six assists. Okay, then he's seven and six. Yeah. 
because I know Nick Jackson is seven. As much as everyone talks all the shit to Nick Jackson, we are a terrible team without him. I don't think it's because you're missing him. I think Bro, he's... we were missing a striker all game. Did you I, watch you're that? Missing, you're missing a little bit of we're, we need, pace. We need Enzo out of the team, first off. <laughs> he can't do anything. I've I, seen him. I, he only kicks the ball backwards. So everyone's like, oh, his pass percentage, his pass percentage. It's like, yeah, of course, when you're kicking it fucking back to your center back all game long, your pass percentage is going to be good. Congratulations, buddy. Like Your defense, I think, was the biggest problem that Diego game. Silva needs to be taken away. Chowell, I mean, I'll give him some like slack just because he's coming back from injury and now you're versus in fucking Liverpool who's first in the table. So I get it. But I mean like getting dismantled like that by fucking who I don't even know who was on his side. Was it Chota? Uh yeah. I think it was Diaz actually. Could no, no, Diaz was the other side at the beginning and then he I switched. Think it was Jota. It was Jota and Nunez. Those so two like, kind of switched. And even Connor Bradley. Like all of them. Also Connor all Bradley, of them yeah. were just he looked so fucking bad. And I it's tough to compl- like I'm, I'm not going to he was back from injury, so I, I, I give him a little slack. He's not in his form yet, I agree. No, definitely not. But, I mean, like, to wear the armband would be that bad. Like, I One player I really like is McAllister. I friggin' love him. He, he does a lot of dirty work for you guys right he now. He does so much work for us that we that's what Klopp asked him to do. You just need to do this, and he does exactly that and more. Our best player of that game was Casado. Casado? It was our best player. Or one Cuckoo. position back. I mean, Nkuku came in. Well done, buddy. Fucking good job. You fucking decided to play a game. He's good. It's not decided. It's he's no, now fit. Uh, whatever. Casado had the best game, in my opinion. He dispossess. He had nine dispossessions or something like that. And I think he had three key passes. I don't. I didn't get to look at all the key stats, but I mean, like, he was our best player. Yeah. And everyone says, oh. If anyone actually w- sat down and watched a full Chelsea game, you would realize that Casado's taking flack for no reason, and Enzo is getting propped on this pedestal, and I, I just don't get it. I think they're both underperforming based on their price. Sure, right and now. I agree. Gallagher's with that. overperforming. Gallagher is our best midfielder, and everyone that is not a Chelsea fan that doesn't watch the game. They say, oh, well, he's replaceable, he's replaceable. It's like, he's not. He's what Enzo does offensively, but also what Casado does defensively. Yeah. I, he has the most tackles for our team. He's your best center mid he's by the far. Be- he is our best player by far. Sterling is fucking terrible. He had a spurt of form Connor there. I watched Connor Bradley in his, like, seventh Premier League game ever make him look. I think it's less than that. Yeah, like a fucking child. <laughs> Like, Sterling needs to be sold. First first and foremost, he needs to be sold. Broja needed to be sold. Thank God he's on loan. I think Enzo, honestly, is not good enough. I think he could be good enough. I just don't think he is right now. And, and your fact, team is just, so... It's just so disgusting to watch. And Mudrick is not great either. No, and I mean, I think... I'm, we talked about this last episode. I think if he went to Arsenal, he'd be much better. Yeah, The amount of pressure... That they put on this fucking kid. His country's at war. Like, he, when he plays for Ukraine, he's he's practically the goddamn prime minister. And he, he touches the field. And I feel like every time he touches the ball, he feels like he needs to make something happen. And he ends up fucking it up. Yeah, he's... He does too much. He doesn't calm the ball down. He's flying around Take at 100 minute. miles an hour always. Yeah. But Dweke is good. And 
Ben was talking to a bunch of shit about Sterling being the best player on their team. He has no clue. Because Madweke is our best winger. If you just watch him play. Sterling was for a bit there, though, your Sterling, best. Yeah, against bad teams? Wow, good job. You're fucking... You're, you were one of the best wingers at one point in your time. And now you're terrible. He's buddy. a little old and washed, but... He's, he is not a little. He is a lot. He yeah. is probably the third worst player on Chelsea. Right behind Broja, and then right below Broja is fucking Enzo Fernandez. Oh, you don't even have Broja anymore. So, I mean, like, I if if I was Pochettino, Enzo Fernandez isn't even in my starting 11. He uh, wouldn't be. I don't even know if Pochettino's going to last the year. He's not. Todd Bowley already doesn't want him. And, I mean, like, that's just another thing to fucking put Jerry on top. Like, what do you... We're never going to be good if you can't keep a solidified manager. Pick up Mourinho again. Oh, I don't <laughs> want that. We have too many young players for Mourinho. He would fucking... He wouldn't know what to do with himself. He'd sell them all. Keep Thiago Silva. Uh, Thiago Silva's gone. He's another one that needs to go. Yeah, but if Mourinho was there, Bro. he'd keep him. Be like, would, you're you're coming in, buddy. Another ten years or something like that. They give him an extension. I think the but saucy needs to start at center back. He's better at center back than he's left back. And I get, I get. Reese James is out. Gusto is fucking good. Okay. He should start now. He needs to play. He was injured for a bit though. I think that's why he didn't start. Petrovic might have been the. the uh, maybe he was our best player. Honestly, God. Well, he, faced, he he had a great game. He had to do the most work. I mean, it, he didn't let in any bad goals. I feel like all the goals that were scored on him were like, what did you expect, you know? It's kind of hard. Like, fucking Jota's was a, a breakaway. I yeah, mean, that's... That was the first one. Luis Diaz, I think, was a breakaway, too. Connor Bradley's was cross, yeah, uh, like, cross body. Yeah, pretty well. And it was a it was pretty a good hard shot. shot. It was so just a good shot. Good luck getting like, that. Good placement. If he saved that, that would be a wicked save. Because he save. tucked it in, like, the just behind the post. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that was a good shot. So, I don't blame – like, I honestly think Petrovic played pretty good for letting in four goals. You guys conceded a lot of shots against, so. I think Thiago Silva's terrible at the, at this point in his career. I think Betty Shield – He had the – he was your worst player. He is terrible. He was your worst player. But, I mean, like, you look at Sobosly, he had a great game. I, I feel like he didn't have to do a lot. No, you know and I mean? he's big. A lot of Liverpool players, they didn't have to do a lot to yeah. beat us because we were that poor. I mean, McAllister, had, he probably did he the was most good. work. McAllister was underrated, I think, with the way that he played in the middle of the park. But Connor Bradley was phenomenal. Yeah. He was so Man phenomenal. of the match. He was so good. And we got a lot of people back I think that with some I, minutes. I texted you right after the game saying, good luck keeping Trent and him. And I think a, a good point that would be made is putting Trent center mid. Maybe. I mean, you don't want to lose Connor it, it's going to be up to the new manager. I'm, are you worried a little? Well, of course. I haven't asked you it's, about it's, it. It's a, it's a uh, big uh, overturn. Do you think we're losing our sporting director and our and your manager? Assistant manager too. Well, maybe it wasn't. Klopp, maybe Klopp said, yeah, it was Klopp's whole staff manager. is leaving or something like that. Yeah. Linders. He's yeah. leaving. Yeah. So, I mean like that could be, I don't know who's gonna take over. I think if it's Alonso, it's good because he's used to working like with Leverkusen, mm-hmm. and they don't have a lot of money to spend. So I don't know if you're gonna get him. He'll fit well within the Liverpool. Do you think mind? Alonso leaves if they win the league. I don't. I do. You you think he'd leave to go to Liverpool? I don't think he would leave on a high note. But would he, why would he stay? The, why would you win the league? I know. Why would he stay the next season? Because he, he did won. what he can. 
I don't know, man. On a on a team like that, it's you know the next year's not going to go the same. Yeah, but you just took. The, I mean, Leverkusen is probably the third best team in in the German league. Probably, they're probably the they are the best. They're right the best now, team but... right now, but I mean, like you could debate that they're better than Dortmund for second as of right now with the players that they have. Maybe. Right. I well, mean, they're also they look so good. They're gonna of the get way they're poached. Playing. Like, think of their team right now. Isn't Top Soak on that team? Uh, I think so. And they have Frimpong, Wurtz. So, like, a lot of the players are probably going to get poached. Yeah, they have a, I have a good team. But, I mean, like, I can't see him leaving if they win the title. I can. I can't. No, I don't think any manager has ever left after winning. You're going to see Klopp do it. Well, that's different. He's retiring. He's taking a sabbatical. I think that what he's going to do is go to the French national team. French? Or sorry. German? German. I can see him that's doing a German national yeah. team after he takes a year. Yeah, that's what I think too. Who's their coach right now? Nagelsmann. Yeah. I don't think Klopp's he's very better. Good. Anyway, we can we can go to the next we can game. go to the next game. It's a whole podcast within Liverpool. West Ham Bournemouth. I had two two. I had two one West Ham. And the game ended one one. The game was weird. Yeah, this was a weird weird game. Bournemouth was all over them. Yeah, and Solanke got his goal. That Calvin Phillips first touch bad, and they got scored on. He's he hasn't been playing. I don't. I mean, like it wasn't even his fault. Zuma gave him a like a suicide pass. You know what I mean? Like they played it into his yeah. feet, and he couldn't. Definitely not like, a confidence booster for him, no, though. Definitely not. And I mean, like imagine the West Ham fans. Like you're in London, they probably just absolutely shit on the poor kid. Yeah, but I mean, Bournemouth looked good. Uh, really soft penalty. Yeah. I think. I think this is the game I remember it being soft. It was a soft penalty. Or was it a different one? Either way. I... Uh, it was on Kudis. It was a soft penalty. This game was... Uh, Ward-Prowse took the worst penalty of all time. <laughs> it was funny because the announcers were saying Ward-Prowse is 5 for 5 and all five of his penalties are through the middle. And they're like, oh, uh, Neto's done his homework. They know that Ward-Prowse has always shot it through the middle. blah body blah All of a sudden, Neto takes the world's wildest dive and goes through. It didn't even... It wasn't even that hard. Like, it was on the ground through the, and right in the middle, like dead center. And I just thought to myself, like, that. if you're a goalkeeper, you at least know the, penalty, the first penalty taker's preference. Yeah, if you're Pickford, you got him on your water bottle. Yeah. I mean that's a good, but that's a good goalkeeper. Yeah, like you have to do your homework. Pickford's underrated. He is. I think Nick Post better, but hey, um, I just think it was terrible goalkeeping by Neto, because you know we've seen it five times. There's a large enough sample size for you to know WordPress's tendency. Yeah. And to not, I don't know. It was just. This game kind of sucked to me. It was not a good game. I didn't. Li- I didn't. Did you watch it? it? I I watched some of it. I watched most of it. Kudis was the best player on West Ham by like a lot. Yeah, he tends to be, especially if Paqueta's not in the team. Kudis has this move where he'll be like, they're like running side to side, right? And then he'll like leave the ball behind, take a couple steps, and then drag the ball with him in a full sprint. And it beats, yeah. it beats a defender every time. I watched him do it four times. He is a great player. I, He's like, going to be fantastic. Just watching him, they'd like be jockeying him, and he'd be facing him. And then he would just like take his right leg and like take a long like lunge forward, 
Like, you know how Josh used to do that stupid yeah. thing where he puts his hands on the ground? Yeah. And then, like, in a running stance would kick the ball? That's what Kudis does. And it worked every time. So I just thought it was crazy that it worked out. And I, I thought, shit, like, he was really freaking good. He is a good player. Um, Solanke, though, was really well. Like, he's a really good player. and um, I don't I don't really know. I think that West Ham's really hurting with the amount of players they're missing. No, for sure. So, I mean, we can get to the next one if you want. Unless Wolves, you uh, Manchester United? Yeah. I, I, I thought United looked really well, but I had 2-1 for Manchester United. I had 2 nothing for United. United started off so good. And, and Wolves turned it around a little bit. Like, Rashford's goal was weird. Hoyland, like, got it and kind of laid it off, and I thought the shot was pretty weak by Rashford, but, I mean, decent placement. I thought Saw probably should have saved it. Um, I mean... It was an all right shot. It like, was okay. I, don't... I mean, I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, Hoyland ends up scoring two. Hoyland's goal was crap. Oh, he just—he cra- is he, crap. He crashed the net, which was—he is crap. Striker it's instinct, great but still. example. He is terrible. Um, then Sarabia gets a penalty. That was the weak penalty I was thinking of. It was a weak penalty. Like really weak. Oh, he just barely touched his foot. Oh, it was, it was soft. That that shouldn't. Be that called. might have been the one you're talking about, but both that should not be really called. Soft. Um, especially if the Gallagher one's not being called, how is it like this? this that's ridiculous. This the one should not be called. Is, is wild. Um, but then Sarabia scores, and uh, Scott McTominay comes in and is the the man of the hour for two minutes. Comes in and scores. Um, ends up taking a three one lead, and after they scored the three one goal, it was just like they turned off like their they, whole. They also made some weird substitutions. United, I don't know, like. After the Evans goal? came in, oh, that was after uh, that was after Kilman's goal. Oh, okay. So Kilman scored. It was a like a gritty uh, corner. Like mm-hmm. uh, they took the corner. Dawson ended up like half volleying it, and Kilman knocked it in. Onana, can I just say this? He is fucking horrible. <laughs> I like, don't rate him that high. Kilman shot hit him in the chest. He in the damn been, chest, it went in. He has been playing rough all year. He and, let in fifty goals. He's so far this so bad. season. He's so bad. And you can't even blame United's defense because I feel like they haven't been that bad. Like even – no, he went to AFCON and he wasn't that he great. Was bad he didn't even AFCON. play the second game, I don't think. Oh, the game they got eliminated? Yeah. Against Nigeria? I think one of the games he didn't play. Oh. Well, I, I think he played in the knockout game. Maybe. Maybe he ended up playing. I don't know. But I don't know. he didn't do well in that either. I turned the game off uh, after um, Garnacho got subbed out in the 93rd minute. And it was Hoyland subs out. Uh, Martinez got injured, subbed out for Maguire, and Forson came in for Hoyland. Uh, and then Garnacho gets subbed out in the 93rd minute. And then 96th minute, Neto scored to tie it. It was a nice goal, too. It was a pretty nice goal. Uh, and I thought to myself, how in the hell did United just throw this away? And Manio ends up scoring in the 98th minute or something like that. He deserved win. a goal. And Garnacho got a yellow card and fucked my week. From the bench. I lost to, to that Neto goal. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. United get three points. I think that they didn't deserve it. I at, mean... At the same extent, I think the they first did. Half, if you take the first half, you would thought, oh, yeah, three points for United. Definitely well-deserved. But then you watch the second half, and you're like, Wolves are a different team. You know what I mean? Yeah, Wolves definitely played better in the second half. Like, completely different, though. Yeah. 
So I mean that 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 was Pedro my thing. Pedro Neto back to his form too. I like oh, to see that. He was great. Pedro Neto was great in this game. Sarabia played really well too. Yeah. Uh, I think that Rashford. I think that was big for Rashford. Get the monkey off the back. Now keep moving forward here. Yeah, he's starting to hit some form. All right. I can go through the team of the week if you. Yeah, like. yeah. Run through the team of the week quick. So starting at the back, the goalie Pickford with seven points. He's the only goalie that got seven points. I mean, no, no. And then three at the back, starting with Bradley with 18 points. He had a great week. Shar with 14. Another guy had a great week. And Udoji with seven, who didn't play that great, but... He got a goal. He got a goal, so... That's how it works. Four mids, Rodri with eight, Sobasly with eight, Eze with 12, and Olise with 13. That Crystal Palace mid was pretty deadly. Yeah, they were unstoppable. And then three forwards with Pedro Neto with nine... Adebayo with 14 and Alvarez with 10. Um, yeah, Adebayo, what a game. Um, a lot of standout performers this week. Sorry? I said a lot of uh, standout performers this week. Oh, yeah, it was very large amounts of points from individuals rather yeah. than like a big spread out amount. Um, unfortunately, we do not have enough time to give you two episodes due to games being tomorrow. So yeah. what we're going to do is we will break down game work uh, 23 yep. right now with you guys. Uh, just let us take a quick brief second. All right. Welcome back, guys. Uh, so we're going to start off uh, game week 23 now. Yep. Starting off uh, with Everton Spurs. Yeah, Kev, I got a 3 nothing for Spurs here. Oh, that's close. I got 3-1 Spurs. I just think that they're going to be too dominant. We watched them play uh, against Brentford. Again, I, I like I, me- I mentioned it. I, I like the way Spurs play. I just think that they need to hold their leads better. And Everton's been really on the down uh, as far as this season has been. I mean, I'm they should probably be mid-table based off wins. But uh, being able to hold on now and get out of relegation, I think Everton's going to have a tough little time here. I think they have a couple uh, tough matches coming up. So yeah, I don't see them troubling Spurs too much here, especially with Madison being back and everyone being in form. I'd like to see if Spurs ended up uh, having a lot more injuries than we thought after that yeah. Brentford game. Because it don't think... like a lot of guys went down with knocks. Yeah, I don't think Madison... Ma- actually, they might rest him because this game was so quick after that last one. So Especially being coming back from injury like that maybe put him in only let him play 45 minutes or something like that yeah they still don't have son because he moved on they won today yeah they were down one nothing australia they moved on oh my god i think they won two one good for them they might win they're gonna win it now i thought australia i think they play iran yeah they're gonna kill them in the final or something i thought australia was gonna be the toughest game for them so good for them uh on the everton side don't play anyone yeah zero so i mean that's my opinion. I have one, but even then, I don't. I don't feel confident in the one. Um, Spurs. I think you just play everybody. Yeah, because there's a good chance at getting points. Like their wingbacks, they're even if they get scored on, they're probably getting a point. Yeah, they're so true. good at getting assists. No, I agree with that. P- Pedro Poor shoots all the time. And Adoji always finds himself in good. Like, he makes areas. striker runs. Yeah, he makes good. Like he's always finds himself in a good area. Uh, next game we got Brighton Crystal Palace. I got two one for Crystal Palace. You're fucking with me. I have two one Crystal Palace. 
I this, they're my, one of my favorite teams. Of course, I'm gonna like. And I watched them play, and I know it was against Sheffield, and they got scored on. Yeah, but the fact that you put two on Crystal Palace, and I put two on Crystal Palace, and it's Brighton. Yeah, but Brighton has been bad. They have been bad, but they, they could bounce back. Never know. When I picked this, I thought, oh, Kevin's definitely going against me on this. No, I'm full. I'm full on board. I just think Deserby's. I really believe Deserby's halfway out the door. I really do believe it. Yeah, I think he's struggling too to cope with what he's being given there. He he has too many offensive-minded players. I think. I think that they needed someone like a Jefferson Lerma. That uh, that Crystal Palace ended up getting mm. like a holding midfielder that's not Billy Gilmore. And, like, they got Dahoud from, from Dortmund. He and sucks. We thought he was going to be good, though. He's going to leave, too. Where's he going? Do you know? I don't know. I think, I think they're going to let him leave at the end of the year. But we both thought he was going to be a good buy. And... I thought he would be better than he is. And even, like, Balbe, he's another young guy. Got a nice left foot. Uh, he's struggled at the best of times. Yeah, but they just we don't... mentioned the Dingra not being there. He is such a big, the big part for that Brighton team. Yeah, he's really good, and so, I think they're missing him. And, and they're missing March. Sully March is huge. Like, talk about one of a, a really underrated player in Pascal Rosen and Sully March. But I think that Crystal Palace will be able to fend off that weak attack, and Olise and Eze have been so darn good. And now having Edward back to full health with uh, Mateta, like they don't even need Edward right now. You know what I mean, like. They just have so much quality. I think that they're going to be able to be okay. They should win this, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with Continue you. Continue their form. Uh, Brighton side, I think you play Joe Pedro. Um, Maybe a pen, just yeah. Just penalties. I still think you play Pascal Gross because he's got quality. Uh, Yeah, and I would probably play Dunk if you yeah, have I him. I wouldn't hate the He's big on corners. Uh, but I think on Chris Pass, I think you play Mitchell. You probably play Anderson and Gahey. Uh, keep an eye out because Klein's been playing, but I think mm. Joel Ward, if he's back from injury, he'll start. Uh, otherwise, uh, you got to start Eze and Elise. Yeah, I mean, start them every Potential game. flyer on Mateta. Yeah, maybe he's he has his points that he gets. He draws pens sometimes. And... Yeah, I mean, he, and he's a big guy. I mean, Brighton's not the biggest of teams, so. Yeah. Could be tough. Next game, Newcastle versus Luton. I'll let you go first. I have a 2-2 draw. I have a 1-1 draw. <laughs> yes, it's fucked. Um... Yeah, I can't believe that's a draw for you too. Um, I almost had I almost had Luton winning. No, I don't think it's gonna. I wouldn't go that far. I just we just watched Newcastle dismantle Aston Villa. Yeah, Newcastle starting up another string of form. Like there. I almost did three one Newcastle here. Yeah, but I just thought Luton's been playing teams pretty tight, so I wanted to keep it. But um, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna change mine right now. On air, I'm gonna change it two one Newcastle. That's what I'm gonna do. I, I feel that Luton played a really weak Brighton team. That's why they killed them. Newcastle played uh, the most holding midfield Aston Villa team I've ever seen and killed them. Um, I think Luton will need to counterattack. I think Izak being out might actually help Newcastle scoring goals here. I think Callum Wilson will be very useful. Uh, I think Anthony Gordon will be also in play. He's a scary player right now. He's... It's just he's he's quick and he's decisive when he's on the ball. Now, when you look at Almiron, I I think he might leave. 
Yeah, he's not that anymore. Like, he's not good. He had one season. He's not playing great. So, he's mean, just there. He's, he's a not, role player Would you say point. he's a bad player? I wouldn't say he's bad. Or I'd you say, say he's, mediocre. He's very average. Yeah. For what he is. For what he was supposed to be. You would you would think he'd be better after after a little bit. That's fair. And then Luton, I think you play all their offensive players. At a bio, at a bio for sure. I think you play Morris. Maybe Doughty. Doughty. He whips in the ball. I think Ogbeni even. Yeah, maybe. I think the problem with Ogbeni is if he's a striker, you can't play him. Because he plays mid. Yeah. So. Uh, next game, Burnley Fulham. Kev, what do you got? I have 2 nothing full. I got one nothing Fulham. Because I don't think Burnley have it. I don't think they have it either, but I, I, I don't think Fulham have it. This could be another 0-0 draw for Fulham. Like, Fulham offensively is disgusting to watch. But they might have Broya in here now instead of Jimenez. Sure. So. I mean, they had 25 shots and four were on target against Everton. I mean, Burnley's going to be more defensive than Everton. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, good luck breaking down eight players to knock a ball in, and Broja plays like a, the biggest sissy you've ever seen in your life. He might get a goal here if he starts. I, I don't think so. Maybe. I'd, I, I'd I should, rate Pereira. I should have picked him. I picked Pereira over him. Pro- Even, Pereira's I'd, a solid I'd pick player, William though. over him for sure. I think William has a chance here. Someone that can be able to knock a ball around. So, a little bit of quality. We don't need to get too deep into that game. Let's be real. <laughs> uh, next game, Sheffield-Aston Villa. 3-1 Aston Villa is what I, I have. I got 3-0. No. Um, you always see with Aston Villa. If they have a bad game, and that's the second bad game they've had against Newcastle, right? Yeah, the first game they got battered 5-2. So, we've seen it already. You have a bad game, you come back, and for some reason they play out of this world. So, And not to mention Sheffield. So, that's why I took 3 nothing. I think that uh, Ollie Watkins, Diaby, Leon Bailey, Doug Louise, John McGinn, you name them, they're in. Yeah, Ollie Watkins, I, uh, in that... In the Premier League fantasy, I triple captained him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, on Sheffield's side, I think Brighton Diaz is in play. He scored in both games that he's played so far. I like Hamar. Uh, James McAtee's been good. Yeah, I think they have potential. I think Brighton Diaz might not score this game. This might be the game he blanks, but I don't know. He, he could be, like, he's playing every game. He's a decent finisher. He's been, he's been what good. they needed. He's good for finishing, for sure. Like they, he scores the half chances that he's They given. weren't scoring before, and now that he's here, they're scoring a little more. Yeah. I don't, And I don't think Aston Villa is the strongest defense by any means. No, and so. they're, they're also... And they're kind of injured. I'm pretty sure they're away for this game, too. How Torres is out, isn't he? I think he's in training. Oh. So, uh, he might game play. time decision. So I mean, I, I don't... I hate the 3-1 by you. I like the 3-0, no, but... I think that uh, you play Aston Villa if you can. Yep. Uh, next game, United versus West Ham. I have 2 nothing United. I have 2-1 United. Because West Ham are struggling, and I they're too injured. If I had to pick a goal scorer, it's Kudus, though. Yeah, I like that. I have, that I have a Danny Ings goal for this one. Danny Ings. Does he even start? No, he hasn't started in a while, but... Uh... I, I think that they, when they were talking about Jared Bowen being like a hold-up play guy, he wasn't like that great. I'd rather keep Jared Bowen on the wing. He's much better there. He is really good on the wing. I know they sold Ben Rama, too. Did you know that they sold him in January? Ben Rama, yeah, yeah to uh, the French League? Yeah, I think so. 
So they end up selling him. And, and they, they sold Fornells too. So to me, it's just process of elimination. I like Kudis, and I think Danny Yang's probably should start. So that's my that's why I have a show for that. But I mean, United side, Rashford's been great. Garnacho's been unbelievable. Uh, Hoyland's been scoring terrible goals, so maybe he'll score <laughs> another one. Um, Casemiro's back. I think that's big. And I also think having Lissandro Martinez back is big. But Lissandro Martinez went down with an injury, so I'd like to monitor that as you move forward. Yeah. That's a that's a question mark. Uh, yeah. Go on to Chelsea Wolves. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me what you got. I have 2-1 Chelsea. I have 2-1 Wolves. You have 2-1 Wolves? You have Chelsea losing? We're terrible. <laughs> We're terrible. Uh, that's funny. We saw Wolves. Yeah. They score late goals. They have potential. Okay. Our biggest weakness is we give up late goals. <laughs> and that's Wolves' best quality. Um, if we don't get out to a, an early lead, like we need two goals in the first half, otherwise we lose this game. I truthfully believe. Because if they're around and the game's tied with 15 minutes left, the Wolves will beat us. The way that they play. I don't put it past Chelsea to lose this game. I just don't know. We're so fucking injured. We're so injured. You're injured, but you do have some people coming back. And you have Cuckoo there, Cuckoo so back is he's big. your threat. Nick Jackson should be back, so, I mean, that's nice to have, like, our firepower back. I think that we should play Palmer on the left, Madweki on the right, and Cuckoo Cam, Nick Jackson up top, and Gallagher and Casado as our holding midfielders. I honestly think that's our best lineup right now. Take Sterling out. Take Enzo out. You got, I mean, something's got to change. I don't you know what our I don't know what our defense still. is. Our defense is. You're in the same spot you finished in last year, so yeah. nothing's changed. I mean, the difference is this year is everyone's in play still up until like fifth, because it's close. Yeah. So I mean, if we win this game and United lose, we pass them in the table. We jump to seventh. You if all I mean? the other teams lose too, like yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. So I mean, like, there's all kinds. Of hypotheticals where we're right back in it. Um. So realistically, hopefully we can win this game. I don't think we're gonna. I think that pretty well all of Wolves up top is in. Sarabia, Neto, and Cunha. Mostly in my eyes, Neto and Cunha. But yeah, and I think for Chelsea, you play Jackson and you play in Gunku. Maybe I don't know. I'm probably gonna be playing my defense. Sure, probably, want I got the saucy. I'm gonna play, be playing. I play Petrovic because you'll probably end up getting six saves. Yeah, <laughs> like who? We give up shots. Yeah, I didn't play Petrovic. I'm not playing Petrovic. Who do you have? The, who's your Martinez? Oh, makes sense. I think I'm gonna be playing. I'll probably be playing Leno this week again instead of Jose Saw. <laughs> I mean, Jose Saw might be good, but. I think that they will score. Probably yeah. a penalty, but who knows. Um, jump to the next side here. Bournemouth, Nottingham. I have a 2-2 draw. Me too. I think Anamone back is the reason that changed my mind. I was going to go 2-1. And Alanga back too. Yeah. He's been out. So that's the only reason. Otherwise, I had, uh, I, had a t- I was going to go 2-1 Bournemouth, but having Anamone back, I think... He buys me a goal. Might score a few goals. I think he's that good uh, as a player. Um, on the Bournemouth side, it's Solanke. And, I mean, I obviously think that you still play uh, Tavernier. Tavernier. He's been very good as well. So, Kluivert's okay. Kluivert's kind of wet. 
Adam Scott has actually been good. Yes, Alex he's been Scott. good. Adam or Alex? I think it's Alex. He's been good. As a holding midfielder for them, He's he's been very good. He came kind of out of nowhere, too. Yeah. I think he's just kind of... He's just been grinding, and he finally got this start. He looks he's... good. As a, as a holding midfielder, I, I have no complaints. Nottingham side, Gibbs White, uh, Alanga, and Anamone, I think. Yeah. That's probably fair. Uh, Arsenal-Liverpool. I have 3-1 Liverpool. I have 2-2. Two, two. Um, if I lean to side, I pick Liverpool. I think we have a new drive now, and I think it's going to push us farther and farther. Arsenal play good against good teams. And they play bad against bad teams. Like, Arsenal should have lost us. Pro- probably. Yeah. Hey, Declan Rice scored. Remember, remember Sanchez. Yeah, it was Sanchez's mistake. And he mistake. kicked the ball to Declan Rice and they ended up drawing 2-2 or 2-1-1, whatever it was. Yeah. Right? But Arsenal beat City. You know what I mean? That's what they do. Arsenal beat good teams for some weird reason. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel like they might struggle here. I mean, you guys only have They're one at loss home. this season. They are at home. Who did so, you guys lose to this year? You have one loss. Was it City? Or was no, it? we tied City, I believe. So we lost Arsenal. I don't think we lost Arsenal either. Who'd you, you have one loss. Who's it to? Ooh. Are you sure it wasn't Arsenal? No, it was Tottenham. Yeah, it was Tottenham. We got cheated. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I like the 2-2. I think you play everybody. Yeah, I you don't know. This could go either way. Anyone. This could go either way. I think maybe you sit some defenders. Yeah, because the matchup is a scary one for both sides of defenders. Just because you, I feel both teams will score. Wingbacks might be a, yeah, oh. an exception to the de- like defense. Zinchenko? I don't think you play Ben White, though. Yeah, he doesn't go up the field as much. But if you have Trent, you play him. No, Trent for sure. Uh, I think you still play Connor Bradley because there's a risk that he might play left back position. Mm. I would. I don't think Connor Bradley starts this game. After having that great, good of a game? Yeah, I don't think. I think we go back to Trent being in there. Fair enough. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, City Brentford. I got 3 1. Hey, who for? Yep. City? Oh, for City. Yeah, me too. It's 3 1. Only reason is they like to concede, and I think Tony's been. I think he continues. I think Tony. His, uh, I think Tony scores the one goal I again. Think he continues his uh, goal score form, and then obviously Holland's back, so that should be interesting to watch how he does. Um, I still think Alvarez and Foden are probably good shouts. I think you play pretty well everyone on the city side, and then yeah. Brentford. I think you try to stick to Tony. Um, Lewis Potter had a pretty good game last game out, but. I think it's just Tony, if you have to ask me. Check once in Buemo, once he comes back, he's in training a little bit, but he's, I don't think he's fully back. I don't think he'll be back for another couple weeks. But, yeah. Team of the week? Yeah, we can start. Consensus goalie. goalie. Leno. We Beast. both had, we both had the, like, a, what was it, 1-0, I have 2 nothing full him, so. so. I mean, no surprise there to have Leno. And he's a good goalie. He's been making good saves. I think he's at the third or second most saves in the season. Potentially, I think Fodderingham had the most. Oh no, sorry, Leno has the most points. In oh, fantasy. points. Okay, yeah. That sorry ma- for fantasy. That makes sense. It might be him. It's between him and someone else. Pickford, I remember? Yeah. Pickford's got the most clean sheets. Oh really? I think he's got seven or nine. I know no. Leno's got a ton of points because he made, he had a game where he had like fifteen points. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm very positive. I think I saw something that said Pickford had the most clean sheets on the season. You can always just check the fan tracks, you know. Oh, I'm looking at the table. Oh, I'm just going to check fan tracks to see points. 
He's got eight clean sheets. Next highest is Allison with seven. Nick Pope's on the bat or in the thing, just chilling. No one has him. Nick Pope's out for season. Oh, he's got fifty-five points. I was like, what the heck? Why does no one have him? What happened to him? Uh, oh, it is Pickford. You're right. Pickford seventy-seven points. Yeah. Good. Allison seventy-six. Ariola seventy-three, and then Leno seventy-one. Onana's got up there, and so does Raya. Uh, Onana's at 70. Raya has 62. He's pretty far down. Um, yeah, I mean, there's still good goalies out there. I think Leno's going to get a six-pointer in this game. So he'll be right back up top to 77. He'll be right next to Pickford again, back to first place. So, But who is your first defender? My first defender is Robinson on the exact same team. Banking on that clean sheet for the points. I really am. And he likes to move up the field, and I think Fulham is going to win the game. So... I like the idea of him yeah, being that's, the, get the ball up and have the ball at his feet. That's fair. Mine, my first defender is Luke Shaw. I like Luke Shaw. He's been playing well ever since he came back from injury, getting the thing, assists. The thing, though, is the clean sheet to me for United against West Ham. Otherwise, I, he is good enough that he's able to whip balls in and stuff like that, but I feel like Delo's kind of taken over that role as the attacking fullback. Because Wambasaka's not. I mean... Shaw can play center, has played center back for them too. Oh, he's kind of like Reese James when it comes yeah, to the he's role very, he's versatile. he plays. Very versatile. I do like that pick. Um, my right back's the Saucy. Uh, after picking Chelsea to lose, you know, you think I wouldn't have done it. But he's going to start. Should he start? No. The Saucy? Yeah. Oh, at right back? Yeah. I don't think he should start. But he'll start either way. If he's not I right like back, Busto he'll play center back. Him, but I, for some reason, they love him. So he'll play somewhere along the back line here. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason I have him. Yeah, I took Ben Chilwell Man, as he had my such second a defender. Bad game last game. I hope he has a better game. Yeah. He's not playing up the field as much. Thank God. He was playing like winger. Now they're actually playing him back and left back again. I think it's just a matter of him getting back into fitness as well, though. Yeah. And he's due for a good game, so I think maybe this is his time. That's fair. My first mid is Sobasai. I think that there will be goals. And for some reason, he shows up in the big games. So, him against Arsenal, I can see his name on the tally sheet. I would love that. So, banking on that. My first mid is Curtis Jones. Oh, you think he plays? Yeah. He's been playing... He's been playing great. But... Is um, who's your midfield right now? It'll be McAllister and uh, Jones and Sobosly. Yeah, no Gravenberch, eh? He's not playing as good as Jones. Fair enough. And against Arsenal, we're gonna have to play our best. So Jones is starting. I'd like to see Trent. Could you imagine Trent play CDM and Connor Bradley on the right? Wouldn't that be sweet? It would be nice. Uh, well, I wouldn't be against trying it, but That'd I don't think sweet. Klopp's gonna try something no, like that. Probably not. But and, I think it'd be sweet to see. Um, my second midfielder is Kudis in yeah. the same game against Luke Shaw. So yeah, we talked about him against being me. probably the only one that does anything for that team. And He's a huge threat. He's I a agree. great player. He's so good, and I think him moving forward, uh, he's tough to he's tough to stop. Like, he's good at dribbling. And he's really pacey. He's just he's a he's a Premier League winger. He and he proves it. Like he looks he looks great on the ball. Yeah. My next midfielder is McGinn. I like John McGinn. I mean, he's been quiet for a few weeks. Playing Sheffield. Yeah, and I play Sheffield, so I think he and like he stops that drought he's been going on. No, I agree. With you. And they get some goals here. 
Uh, my striker's Adebayo. He had a hat trick last game. He scored, I think, a couple the week before, or maybe one the week before. Yeah, yeah I think he got one. He's been flying high, and uh, I kind of want to jump on the trend here. I know they're playing Newcastle. Newcastle's no uh, powerhouse at the back. I know they have their fullback line back finally now, so having Shar and uh, Botman and Byrne and Tripp and everyone there, I mean, it'll be a nice little test. I think Adebayo's a, a fair shout to maybe... He's a big guy. Him. He can score headers. Of course. You'll love my striker. It's Nick Jackson. I hate the pick, but I think he should start. He's back, and I think... He adds something to the team. He's actually... I think he's better than Mudrick. He's better than all our forwards. He's the but best that's forward not, on our team. That's also not saying much that you're better than Mudrick. Better than Sterling. But skill-wise, I wouldn't say so. At doing what he's... like Meant to do, which is attack players i don't even know i don't even know this is what he's good for. i put him in because i think he'll score a tap in or two yeah, that's all we we need that look positioning is a big thing for being a striker of course and he's decent at positioning no he is so i mean if if our he wingers definitely can has... do what he can do and that's give him some sort of service i think that we're gonna be just fine he adds an element to the team when he's not in when we have Palmer Stryker, he's so fucking slow. At yeah. least Nick Jackson is a threat to push center backs deeper. Because you can't hold a high line with Jackson. He'll burn you. You can hold it with Palmer because he's white and slow and terrible at running. Yeah. So, I like Nick Jackson. I don't think he's a bad pick. Um, that's going to wrap up the episode. We're really sorry that we couldn't have done two for you. But we know that the game week's coming up and... We wanted to make sure you guys had a little something-something for you guys for the game week. Uh, we hope you guys have some good luck in your matches and you win your weeks. Be sure to check us out on uh, X. It's Fantasy Soft Talker Kev and Fantasy Soft Talker Lou. Uh, we'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. Uh, enjoy soccer and have a great weekend, everyone.